0: welcome to the dumb idea podcast with mike and alex thank you for joining us and we hope you enjoy the show please like subscribe comment and share this video or podcast on any platform that you're listening on please visit us at www.dumbideapodcast.com all right welcome back to another show we appreciate you coming back and listening um if you can, we're going to. We've been asking this a lot over the last few episodes. If you can share this podcast with a friend um, or three, that'd be great. Again, you can share it on Facebook. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Dumb Idea Podcast. Uh, we have links on our website, dumbideapodcast.com, where you can go directly to our Facebook page. Uh, you can also find us on YouTube or the Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, I believe Deezer, Amazon. We're on almost any platform for the has podcasts. You can imagine. Uh, so if you anyone could, that'd be great. If you could share the this episode with at least three people, that'd be great. Um, some interesting news came um out of the Twitter world about the Twitter world recently. Um, Elon Musk put out a tweet, and it was a poll. I believe basically saying you know, Twitter's unfair toward conservative people. What should I do? And I think Mike Cernovich kind of just threw out there, you should buy Twitter. <laughs> and I was like, just kind of brushed off. It was just like a passing comment. Right. Well, so it is the 5th of April right now. The, and that's, that makes us what Tuesday. Yep. Wednesday Tuesday. Tuesday Tuesday so Monday the fourth of April the news came out through an SEC filing that Elon Musk bought nine point eight percent of Twitter for two point four billion dollars which makes him Twitter's largest shareholder <laughs> now for I, I I don't do much with Twitter I got rid of I got rid of Twitter I have one I had two accounts. I got rid of one. I kept one just to keep track of uh, some news feeds or or mostly sports feeds.
1: Yeah, I don't think I've ever tweeted anything. Um so yeah, I I am not a big Twitter fan. I it's a it's a trash can.
0: Yeah, from from my days when I was really on it with my other account it is a it, like you said, it, it, it's trash. Yeah.
1: What, what did Joe Rogan say? It's just a bunch of people dunking on each other. Right. Yeah. It, <laughs> it,
0: it's where conservatives go to own the libs and it's where yeah. the libs go to shame conservatives. Yeah. It, it's basically all it is. that's like everyone's trying to go there to point out each other's hypocrisy mm-hmm. and nobody is actually there to talk and or listen or learn or share viewpoints or anything. It's li- You're literally just there to go make someone's day shitty. And you're going to hit them wherever you think it's going to hurt the most. Yep. But Twitter, I'd say over the last four years, maybe five, has put in policies or at least, um, enforced policies that went more that went after the more conservative voices on the platform. Um, for example, they, they don't want, they had a policy against uh, inciting violence. hmm Okay. So they would ban people for just inconspicuous, hey, we should go riot. Well, if you were conservative, you might get a warning or a ban. But if you were a, a liberal, you could literally advocate to go kill people. Yeah. And well, those you could literally use the words let's go kill this mfer. And nothing would happen as long as the target of your
1: killing was on the right side of the uh the aisle you were fought. Yeah, 3 I think it was 3 years ago.
0: Joe Rogan was doing his podcast you saw it in California. He had Tim Poole on. Now Tim does his own show called Timcast that's on YouTube. Um has a couple of channels there. Uh, it's gotten much bigger now than when he was on Rogan three years ago. Rogan kind of launched his career. But it was mostly because of this conversation. And not only was Tim Poole on, but Jack Dorsey was on the same show. Mm-hmm. And one of Jack's executives at Twitter. And Tim put the screws to them. And he was bringing up specific examples of how they were, weren't enforcing their policy equally. Mm-hmm. And the lady who was the executive in the room said, basically at the end of it, like after she tried to argue possible reasons why, she basically just said, okay, well, I'll have to go back and I'll have to go talk about it with my team. And that was three years ago. Mm -hmm. Now, whether you like him or hate him, Donald Trump was also on Twitter. Yeah. He got banned off of Twitter.
1: Yeah. At the time, as sitting president of the United States when he got banned.
0: Correct. And right in the middle of a re-election. Mm-hmm. Now, keep in mind, he got banned off of Twitter. And they said because he was inciting violence, I believe. Yeah. However, mm-hmm.
1: the Ayatollah of Iran yes. has an account on Twitter. Death to America. The Taliban still has an account on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Like people who have actually called for violence towards certain individuals, people who are actively on Twitter, like
0: killing people. Yes, <laughs> yes, and they weren't kicked off. Right. Now I'm not saying that Twitter sympathizes with the Ayatollah of Iran. I'm not trying. I'm not. I don't know. I, I don't think so. Yeah. Um. But it seems that the 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 uh, disciplinary ban not banned the disciplinary action on behalf of Twitter seems to come down on a certain type of into, or a certain person who thinks of a certain type of way. Mm-hmm. And I think back three years ago, Tim pool actually showed it was the ratio was like 21 to one. Yeah. You know, conservatives to liberals. Yeah. Which is, yeah, you know, I'm not one of those people, like in basketball, people say the foul should be even. I'm not, you know, if, if, one team fouls another team 21 times and the other team doesn't foul someone, it shouldn't be, you know, 10 to 10 fouls. Yeah. It should be, it should be 21 to one. Yeah. But there, there are, they were able to find specific examples of, well, this is inciting violence by actually inciting violence. This could be construed as not inciting violence. Like there was a gray area here. You decided to ban this person in the gray area, but not the one that was way inside the inciting violence realm.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and they kicked a bunch of people off after the, uh, the January 6th. Um, and the, I know people like people call that the insurrection or the coup. I'm, it was a bunch of Druze running through the Capitol. You know, I, I'm not going to give them the, the credit of saying that it was a coup or a. Anyone who's called it an insurrection or a coup has never seen an
0: insurrection <laughs> or a coup. Right. Because if you want to see one, look at what happened in Myanmar. Yeah, or how about Syria with the bath party in the seventies, mm-hmm. or Iraq, yeah, with the bath party. Yeah. So that's how
1: Saddam came into power, mm-hmm. or Iran when the, you know, when the uh, Shah was was overthrown. I mean, it, it happens. So, someone's usually getting killed. You yeah, they're actual, they're actual guns, and people actually get shot. Yeah, and die, and it generally involves the military. You know, the military will turn on the or a significant portion of the military will turn I mean, there was almost a, a coup in Turkey. Right. With, uh, against Erdogan. The, be, those are coups. Before people go off the handle though,
0: I don't think the people involved with what happened on January 6th. I'm not saying they did the right thing.
1: No, no one said, no I'm one's not, defending I'm, their action. No,
0: I don't defend any. Yeah. If they go to jail, they go to jail. Yeah. You know, they probably should. hmm but to call it an insurrection, it's hyperbolic. It's hyperbolic. It's a bit
2: much. Yeah. yeah,
1: and and the thing is, so they said that you know they, those people were all banned, and then they shut Parlor down because it was used to to coordinate the actions of that. Okay, well, and what do you think Antifa has been using to burn cities down? But that's fine, and and that's where the the whole and it just where it's like okay, well. What these people did over here wasn't any good, and they get kicked off. That's fine, but these guys over here, we can't look to them as like I don't want my kids to go join Antifa, right?
0: You and, know. But if you bring that up, if you if you try and say, well, what about these guys? They was well. That's what about? That's what about exactly? I mean, no, no, no. I'm just saying. Look, if there are rules, why are we not enforcing them equally? Yeah. On both sides. Yep. That's all. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. I don't think that this side is right and that side is right. Or that side is wrong and that side is wrong. I don't really care. Yeah. My thing is this. As someone who believes in free speech, and don't give me that garbage about, well, it's a private company. They can do what they want. Yeah. yeah well, that's almost saying, like, the telephones were private companies. Well, yeah, they were private companies, and they they became regulated utilities because mm-hmm. everyone needed a telephone. Yeah. Well, Twitter is essentially a town square, yep that people use for communication
1: purposes it, it, it exists on the ether of the internet yeah it's a It's a town square I choose not to participate in true and it's um, almost too, it's almost it's almost uh, twofold a little bit because Twitter's going to say, well, we're
0: a private company. yeah, but well you did such a good job building this company that you became the national town square and now you're pretty much a public utility. Yeah. You you did such a great job, but now this is what you become. It's just like the telephone company. Mhm. You know, and to be honest, the the internet companies have done the same thing now, and they're still not regulated utilities. Yeah. And that that's, that's been a huge fight that they they've been fighting against for years and the internet companies have been fighting against it for years.
2: Mhm.
0: And they they have billions upon billions of dollars lobby congress to make sure that they're not regulated like utilities correct Um, which is the only reason why they're not yeah Um, so that being said it's like if you're going to be on the interweb and be the place where everyone goes and when I say everyone everyone that wants to yeah obviously there are people that don't want to be there they're not going to be there but when you have you know a certain billion number of users and even those numbers could be fudged you if you're going to have these rules you have a responsibility to weigh them evenly not just against people
1: that you don't like what they're saying or like what side they're on well and and the thing is and and i've said this before because eventually the people in charge so it all seems like a great idea when you're in charge eventually you're not going to be in charge and then it, it's going to get flipped. And then you're not going to like being muzzled or censored. Um, and the thing with Twitter, like even though I choose not to participate in it, how many news cycles start with a tweet? Right. Or are perpetuated with a tweet? Um, according to a tweet from such and such, and then they go into this whole story about whatever from a tweet from some donkey who works for the New York Times. Um and then you know they were kicking people off for misinformation and disinformation right. which turns out all that stuff they're getting kicked out off for is now the actual running narrative you know yeah. when they're saying oh it, it was a lab leak you get kicked off for that
0: they did um there were people that got kicked off for saying yeah. that that covid-19 was released from a lab in china yeah and wuhan
1: yeah and now that's Two years into it is, is is pretty much the... The likely possible. Yeah. And then how many people were kicked off for saying the vaccines... You, you could still get COVID with the vaccine. Right. And... But they were kicked off then. And the problem is, like, when you call everything you disagree with a conspiracy theory... Or disinformation. Or disinformation. And when you call it that, when you have the actual conspiracy nut that's cooking up like craziness in their head... You know the Alex Jones of the world. What that, that guy's right sometimes too. Um, but when you're cooking, when you when you're kicking people off and saying that it's conspiracies, and then two years later that becomes, you're just kind of adding fuel to the other wild conspiracies that are out there. Yeah, and and perpetuating it further. When if you would just give people space to actually openly discuss things, um, I think you'd find n- number one, you'd find more you'd find more harmony or at least people meeting in the middle because you could hear this side, you'd hear that side. When well, you just shut down the side you don't like and the only side that's available to the mainstream is the company line, it just further entrenches the other side into thinking. And then especially when, again, what they're saying, what what the powers of be are saying is misinformation then turns out to be true two years later. You're just emboldening the 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 crazy, the crazy, the true crazies. Yeah, and so I was listening to Bill Maher,
0: and he was talking about his, he was doing his new rules segment, I think. And, and this is going to talk more about the arrogance of the left. A little bit, and and, and how, even when they're trying to be reasonable, they come off as condescending. Mm-hmm. And that they they don't think that they were possibly wrong on any of this, right? So Bill Marbury pretty much said, as we get further and further away from the election, you know, rather than shouting down the conservatives, um, and and as they're poking their head above the water, we shouldn't be yelling at them like they're you're awful, you're a horrible human being, how dare you? What is what is wrong with you? He said, "We should be welcoming them back in with open arms, and, mm-hmm. or with a handshake." It's like you th- think that you were right, yeah. That you you think that the that the the Wuhan lab thing was still a conspiracy theory, and that we're poking like not we're but those people are just poking their heads up, and you should embrace them as if you're some. Yeah, you know, It's like a Xerxes from Three Hundred. Like just some, thinking, some merciful God. Yeah,
1: what is it? I but I am kind. Right, I am kind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lay down your weapons. Yeah,
0: you can have everything you want. Yeah. I am kind. Yeah, like put the like. You're gonna welcome these people back in when you were wrong, right? And you were silencing them. Yeah, you silenced Brett Weinstein. Mm-hmm. You silenced the the New York Post article about hunter biden's laptop yeah which oh by the way just last month now all because the liberal sort now the liberal news organizations like the new york post and the washington post decided that oh this is real yeah. now we can talk about it yeah however june 2020 when it, when the new york post tweeted about it twitter took it down and said it was misinformation
1: yeah and they said they couldn't because it was hacked or illegally sto- obtained stolen yeah, or something stolen like yeah whatever it was yeah
0: it was labeled as dis or misinformation. hmm The New York Times said it was, barely even gave it any any lip service, but said it was disinformation. Yeah. Washington Post, disinformation. CNN, disinformation. MSNBC, disinformation. They all said disinformation. Of course. Conspiracy theory. The wackos. Yeah. When, in reality, they didn't want to hurt their candidate's possible election. Yeah. To overthrow Orange Man Bad. Mm-hmm. And but in the problem with a place like Twitter and Facebook is that their fact-checkers are the Washington Post and the New York Times. <laughs> right. That's their fact-checkers. That's mm-hmm. it. It, it. They didn't use actual fact-checkers to find out if the information was true. They went to an ideological news, and I'm going to put news in quotes, source. Mm-hmm. To decide whether something was true or untrue.
1: Yeah, it, it's like if you went if you were playing a game. Yeah, so the Ravens were playing the Steelers, and the um, the referees were just Steelers bench guys.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, oh, hey, put this shirt on. You're a referee now. <laughs> like right. they're still wearing their yellow Steeler pants with the black stripe. Yeah, but they're the referees. Or it, it would be like going to.
0: It, it would be like let's say the, like the Ukraine-Russian war. Mm-hmm. It'd be like having the Russian news source be the fact checker of information in Russia. Yeah. Of course everything that anyone... The Russian information is going to be the truth mm-hmm. and everything else is going to be disinformation. Yeah. Because that's what the Russian news sources are going to do in Russia. Right. Okay. Well, that's what the New York Times and Washington... put. Well, that, I'm sorry. That's what... Facebook and Twitter were doing with their news sources. Yeah. Like they were literally flagging things as misinformation or yep. they would just remove the tweet mm-hmm. or they would say, or they, they would ban the account holder. Like with the Babylon Bee. Yeah. They ban the account holder and they said, you can have your account back, but you have to delete the tweet. Yeah. And they don't, Babylon B's not deleting the tweet. Right. So they don't get their account back. Mm-hmm. It, it's this type of, i'm not going to call it censorship but this type of skewing of information and something that has become a public utility is very dangerous yeah and not for the reason people think (coughs) mold grows in the dark Mm -hmm. the worst things that you can think of in this society will grow in the dark Especially if you create anger and fear. Yeah. Because you're going to drive people into that darkness. Like right now, the groups that are having a field day recruiting are Nazis. Militias probably. Yeah. Yeah. Militias. All all these paranoid people that have guns. Mm -hmm. And I'm a pro-gun person. Yeah. But you mix crazy with gun and you have a problem. Yeah. But... For example, I told this story when we went down to Florida. There was that group of Nazi protest or Nazi organization with the swastika Nazi flag on an overpass. Instead of 12 to 15 people on an overpass, you probably only have four or five. Yeah. But you're pushing people that normally wouldn't go that way wouldn't even think that way but they're finding acceptance amongst those people even though they don't believe what those people believe yeah but they get pushed toward those groups and they start talking well maybe this makes sense maybe i do believe this they get brainwashed yeah but just like it happens on the right and the left though yeah anyone can be brainwashed it's like you know, it, it, for anyone that wants to know how the, all that works, watch The Social Dilemma. And it, people that used to work for Facebook go into how exactly they could mold your mind to think a certain way just by the information that they fed you. That only certain news articles would go in front of you because they need you to click on them. Right. So they only put the articles in front of you that you're most likely to click based on things that you like. Who you respond to? Who do you comment back with? Who's whose pictures are you liking? Mm-hmm. Do you like baseball picks and softball picks? Well, we're gonna show you more baseball and softball articles. Do you like news articles with Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi? Okay, well, you're gonna get more liberally biased articles. Yeah. And that because you're more likely to click on them, mm-hmm. which Facebook gets money from. Right. Right? It's all about money with them. And my my point here is if you just silence If you silence a rational person who thought that the virus came out of a lab and you shouted them down and told them it was disinformation, they're going to cower back a little bit. They're going to feel ganged up on. They're going to feel ostracized. And you're going to push them toward people that have very nefarious uh, uh, purposes in life. And you're pushing them that way. They don't actually believe what those people believe in but they're accepting the people that you're shouting down and pushing away mm-hmm. and oh by the way they were right to begin with yeah so <laughs> you basically created an enemy when you were the one that was wrong and now you're and now you're going to play xerxes and say so you're the merciful one right come back and let me embrace you
1: yeah you could rejoin polite society now yeah. how about you
0: apologize yeah to these people and say hey we really screwed this one up yeah, it, I mean, the best thing, and Joe Rogan kind of points, Joe, it, he subscribes to the New York Times. The New York Times is one of the oldest news institutions in this country.
1: Yeah, it's the, in, a paper of record.
0: Yeah, it, it, Right. It was one of the best news organizations. And in the last four to five years, they've completely tarnished their reputation as being the a news source mm-hmm. in this country. And that's sad. That was one of the oldest news institutions in this country. Yeah. And for the most part, they do great work. But there is a certain faction over there. And, and don't take my word for it. Go, go read articles from Glenn Greenwald and Barry Weiss. Barry Weiss used to work for the New York Times. And she even said, like, she would submit news articles, she would submit her articles. And they, her editor would send them back to her, and it was it. She barely recognized the article, but they put it out anyway with her name on it.
1: Yeah, and, and then she doesn't write the headlines. The right the uh, the copy editor writes the headlines. Yeah, so but you um, don't
0: hear about that until they leave. Yeah, but a lot of people don't leave because the New York Times pays their people
1: well. Well, yeah, to 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 work as a as a writer at the New York Times is like making it to major league baseball as a pitcher. Yeah. The, you know, if you work for the, I don't know, the Annapolis Gazette, the Capital Gazette, like that's kind of like single A baseball. Yeah. you know, But to go there, you're in the big leagues. And but the, the whole they've all they've all completely undercut their own credibility. And we've said it before how they've how they've done it. Um, and look, if you if you hate. If you hated Orange Man bad that much. Then there's a place for that. It's called the op-eds, right? But it shouldn't be infiltrating itself into like what people would consider news. But there, really, it's all op-eds. Well, do you
0: remember when? Do you remember what happened in the New York Times over an op-ed? Remember Tom Cotton wrote mm-hmm. that op-ed? Yeah. And like, apparently, the some portion of the New York Times uh, staff almost revolted against the the. It, the, the, their bosses, yeah, and it, it happened. It, they, they couldn't believe they would run it. Yeah. It's an op-ed, right? And it, they, it, they've run they've run conservative op-eds forever, yeah.
1: And it, it happened to uh, it happened with Politico, yeah. So Politico has a thing they publish daily called the playbook, and every now and then they'll get a conservative to write the playbook. And this particular day was Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro wrote the Politico playbook, and they had a revolt among the young staffers. The problem is they listen to these people. Right. If I own a company and I had a bunch of employees come to me and say, if you do X, Y, and Z, we're leaving. Okay, there's the door. You're not telling me how to run this company. Right. But you see it time and time again with these these staffers and, and they say the woke staffers. Um, I'm just going to say they're young, but they're afraid of them. Like you're, you're a, a junior nothing here, but they, they cow to them. and It just emboldens them further. I'm going to, I'm going to counter your
0: young person statement. So the big company in the news right now is Disney.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, Essentially with the parental rights and education bill. Yes. Which the left has a completely different moniker for it. Right. Even though it has nothing to do with the moniker. Mm-mm. But they do it to get everyone riled up. Yeah. Right. There was an, there was a video leaked about an internal Disney staff meeting. And this lady was probably in her 50s. And she was the one advocating that Disney content should have more, uh, more representation of social issues mm-hmm. that they agreed with, and of course these were more liberal viewpoints, and and then of course um, you know, Bob Chappell is the CEO has now come out and said that they're going to work to repeal the bill.
1: Right. And they and, and he initially said they were going to stay out of it and then right, but then these other yeah. But I it, from
0: what I I understand, and it's just from what I've read and I don't know how much of it's true, but it seems he's, he there are, there's a real minority in the executive level of Disney that is in his ear. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Like I guess there was a, a production head at Marvel, also in the same boat. Um, who who made a speech at the Glad Awards, which is the Gay and Lesbian Alliance, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, who basically said, "We're going to keep pushing these narratives." It's like, well, wait a minute. Yeah, not everybody wants narratives.
1: In their entertainment, no, and we've talked about it before on on this show. Where I just want to be mindlessly entertained. Yes, and you know for that it's when you're dealing with with kids' entertainment. Do you want do you want certain agendas or any agenda pushed? Why can't it just be fun, goofy stuff for kids? Yeah. So for the latest movie from Pixar was Turning Red, Mm-hmm.
0: and not that i was uncomfortable watching it but it definitely because it had to do with uh some puberty issues yeah and very don't get me wrong it's very it's kind of slid in there Mm -hmm. but it's there yeah and you notice it and if they were doing this in the past it was much less noticeable in the past than it was in this movie. It was a little bit more in your face, in this one, to the point where, if you're an adult watching, especially if you're watching this with your child, and you're really you're really not ready for that conversation yet, right? It can be a little uncomfortable. Now, most for the most part, the kids don't know. They don't get. They don't get the symbolism. Yeah, but. It's definitely like, Hey, wait a minute, does this really need to be in the movie?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: with my kids? you know it's like my kids are young they don't they don't need to be they don't need this education right now, right They're not in that stage of life um, but apparently there are people higher up in Disney that believe that they just they're going to bypass me as the parent and talk directly to my child mm-hmm. And I'm seeing that as Disney and Pixar thinking that those messages aren't going to be there. Yeah. You're, so of you're, course it's okay to watch this. It's
1: a Disney Pixar movie. It's safe. Right. You're thinking you don't have to. You don't have to have that guard up. Right. You know, it's it's like if you put, you know, you you have the baby pool, at at the you go to the pool. There's a baby pool. Mm-hmm. And great, you always watch your kid when they're in the water. But still, the, you know, if I have a a, a two year old. And they're walking around and they've got their little, what are they, the water wing things on. And they, you know, they're pretty safe in the pool. You know, I can see, I don't have to be right there on top of them. But then you have the baby pool. But in the baby pool that you don't know about, there's like a 12 foot drop, a hole. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you're like, well, now knowing that, like I'm going to pay a little bit more attention to, you know, I'm going to be in there with them because it does drop off to 12 feet. And if I know that, I'm cool with it. But if I don't know that the 12-foot hole is there, and I just chuck him in there, and then you know, like, where'd he go? Oh, he's at the bottom of the 12-foot hole <laughs> right. that's in there. Well, what did that get put in there? Oh, yeah, we thought it would be fu- fun to put that in there. Right. Because we think that kids should know about that. Well, there's a, like, no, I, I, I'm not ready for that with him yet. He needs to be splashed, splashed around and, you know, playing with the daisy that squirted water out at him. Right. right.
0: And and not only, we we put it in there, but we, we made sure it looked like the rest of the pool, so you didn't see it coming. <laughs> right. Right? Like, yeah, yeah, no, no, we wanted you to put your kid in here, and we we put the 12-foot hole in there, but we made sure you couldn't see it because it's underneath the water. Yeah. It's underneath it's underneath your sight line there. You can't yeah. see it because yeah, the water's a- reflecting, so you only see the reflection. You don't see the hole. <laughs> until your kid's in it right and then you gotta have that you gotta have that awkward conversation now yeah and like you know i got a i got a daughter that's creeping up on that age Mm -hmm. and she's reading she's starting you know my wife gave her the book which i was like why'd you give her the book at this age like maybe maybe not so soon but of course she reads she's reading the book and she's hearing it she said now she sees the movie she's like Hmm, i wonder is this like this mommy and now my wife's gonna have the
1: conversation with her like, hey, hey, you're the you're the one that gave it a book. See, I have boys, and they were just bored by it because there was nothing exploding, right? So there's no machines. <laughs> I think maybe the four year old liked it because he could watch. You know, all he saw was just a fluffy bear running around, exactly, and, right? Um, getting mad at stuff, right? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> right. Oh, cool. I mean, it, like, it, like some of
0: the some of the inferences were not <laughs> delicate. <laughs> it's like hmm, this this young girl coming of age. Turns into a big red animal and gets really, really angry and doesn't know what to do with herself. Hmm. Hmm.
1: It's like it's like when <laughs> it's a, you know when you were when you were a kid and you know so my parents would get a movie like um like Spaceballs. Mm-hmm. So we'd watch Spaceballs. Now I think when Spaceballs came out, I was maybe like my kid's age, right. you know, seven, eight years old. And you're just seeing it, it's like, oh, it's Star Wars. And John Candy looks like a dog, and it's funny. But then you don't understand like all of the humor that's in it, and then you watch it again as an adult, and you're like, oh, my God, this is so... You're watching it from a different level. Right. But that's, at this level, a great scene of that is uh, um, Airplane. So an airplane, Leslie Nielsen's on the plane, and... um they have the autopilot on well the autopilot's this blow up inflatable thing so then the autopilot fails it starts to deflate so then the flight attendant who's like the female lead in the movie blows the thing back up so she's like bent over (laughs) because the little thing to blow it up is like right at at the autopilot's belt right and then the (laughs) autopilot like is leaning back with this big smile on his face As a kid, you don't understand what that means. Then as an right. adult, you just, you're just you dying laughing at it. <laughs> right. And my kids are there, and they're like, they just see an airplane. <laughs> this and, thing <laughs> sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's what's this idiot laughing at? <laughs> right. I'm going to go, does, is anything going to blow up here? <laughs> <laughs> right. So, but you understand as a parent when you do that, that, okay, the kids aren't going to get these jokes. Um. So, but when it's intentionally kind of subterfuge put in there, so the kids can understand it. And look, I have no problem with acceptance. You know, I have no problem at all with that. I, I don't, you know, there are people that are freaking out. There's like, every commercial, there's no white people anymore. I don't care. I don't oh, watch the commercials true. anyway. You know, they're all, there's, it's, you know, I'm glad that this lady in, is making <laughs> money off the commercial, getting a gig. It's But it's also not like, Hey. I didn't know black people like McDonald's
0: too. (laughs) They weren't at McDonald's before, but now they're in the commercial. They must
1: be. They must. Oh my god! I didn't know that. But they like like, (laughs) they like crispy fries too. They are heaven. (laughs) But we're all one. Yeah, and and I just so I don't care about that stuff uh, at all. Like, and as far as accepting people that are living, you know, who are gay or trans or whatever it is, like, I I've raised my children to be. To be kind and decent humans, independent of Disney deciding to put sexual innuendo in 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 kids' films, right? You know, I I don't see the need. Like in Toy Story, like you can tell that Woody and the the female cow. What's the other cowboy, cow? Cowgirl? Yeah. No, man, he's in the Bo Peep or Bo Peep. Yeah, like you know yeah. they have it, but it, it's it's very subtle. It's right. it doesn't need to be like. I don't need to see like the toys like getting at it. No, well, it's like it's like Mister Mrs. Potato Head. Yeah, fighting like the fifty year old couple there. Right. You know, right? So you know that's that's stuff that as a parent you know is in there.
0: Now here's the, the let me ask you. Something. Let's say it was Toy Story and they had Mister Potato Head married to Mister Potato Head. I don't really care. Right? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think it would matter. Like yeah, it's okay. Whatever. It's yeah. Gay potato heads, great. Okay. Yeah. I, I, you know. <laughs> well, I'm, now we can't. I don't think we can call him Mr. and Mr. Potato Head. Well, no, they changed the name. It's just Potato, potato head, Yeah, that's dumb. Yeah. They just call it Mr. and Mr. Potato Head. Yeah. But then you're, then you're locking the women out. So maybe
1: Mrs. M. Then you have another one called Mrs. and Mrs. Potato Head. So I don't just know. Just call it Potato Head. For sure. Yeah. Well. But it kind of like, but does Potato Head still have a mustache? Because that was one of the things that... Now, yeah. the original potato head didn't come with a plastic potato. You actually used a potato. Sometime, hey, look. Some Mrs.
0: Potato Heads have mustaches. Yeah, what are I you going to do, you know?
1: Um, but getting back to Elon, so... Because we kind of uh, veered off a little bit. But with Elon Musk buying Twitter, now they have just offered him a seat on the board as well. He's a, he's on the board of yeah. directors. He's a director on the yeah. board of directors. And that's just changing the paperwork on the SEC filing... Um, it does. It does give him a seat at the table, as far as the direction of the company, though. Yeah. So does he come in and say, "We're not doing this anymore"? You know. And the thing is, the leverage that he holds, he could be outvoted by the other shareholders. Mm-hmm. But if Elon Musk decides to to just go and sell that ten percent, that tanks the value of that that stock.
0: Yeah, but it went up twenty five percent when he bought it. Yeah.
1: So if he sells
0: it and it tanks at twenty five percent, they're still back where they started. Right. I think more, what will probably end up happening is he'll get his seat on the board. It's a different voice in the room. Mm -hmm. And depending on who the other shareholders are, he might already have allies on that board that were outnumbered before. Yeah. So even though he only owns about 10%, he might have 30 to 40% in that board that agree with them. So who knows? I mean, it it could have been, and even Jack Dorsey even came out and said that he's not happy with where the internet went Mm -hmm. from, from when he started to where it is now, which leads some people to believe that Jack was kind of being forced down a path. He didn't want to go. Yeah. Which is why he, he ended up leaving Twitter to go be the CEO of Blocker, Squ- which was square, mm-hmm. but he, cause he had founded square as well. Um, but he, he was the CEO of Twitter, right? So some people think that he wasn't comfortable doing some of the things that he was being told to do mm-hmm. as a CEO of Twitter. And so I, there, all I'm saying is there, it might not be immediate, gradually you might, you might see a shift at Twitter as far as what's allowed on the platform and what isn't, or at least a more even handed, uh, uh, uh acts mm-hmm. as far as what gets deemed misinformation or, you know, even if they just had actual fact checkers and not, and not these partisan institutions. Yeah. But then, how do you how do you find people without any bias? Yeah, it's, you can't. It's, right? it's almost
1: impossible.
0: So then, what you what do you do? You find th- if you have a six member, you know, uh, f- fact finding group, whatever you want to call it, task force. I hate task forces, but whatever you know what I mean. Yeah, you get three liberals and three conservatives, and if there's a tie, tie goes to not banning.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you know, it's one of those things. Yeah. But who knows? Who knows what they'll end up doing? But
1: then you you then have to have. So do those people go and, and read every single tweet? That <laughs> that's no, made? no. So
0: they only have to look at the ones that get flagged. Okay. Now, of course, there's some Looney Tunes that'll flag everything. Right. But the other thing people don't understand about Elon Musk, SpaceX is not a is a private company at this point. Mm-hmm. It hasn't gone public yet. When SpaceX finally goes public his wealth could double. Yeah. Because SpaceX, I mean, they got the rocket cost down. They they got reusable rockets and reusable, uh, what's the middle thing? Uh, ships? Okay,
1: yeah. Like capsule or... Yeah.
0: So he, he's brought the cost of space travel way down just by making everything reusable. He's already got contracts with NASA to send satellites up in space. Mm-hmm. And eventually I think they're planning on having him send the astronauts up in space.
1: Okay. Rather than relying on Russians.
0: Right now we pay the Russians. Yeah. For every ride up there. Yeah. um, That company I think is, is mm-hmm. going to be worth an S ton of money. Yeah. Because we, he also owns Starlink too, mm-hmm. which is also private. Yeah. Not public yet. Starlink. If in all the initial tests on Starlink have been very positive, as far as the internet speeds it's brought to the rural communities, and for the and for the price that it has,
1: well, a lot of that a lot of that information is coming out of Ukraine is coming through Starlink.
0: Yeah, and so basically, right now, for one hundred and fifteen dollars a month, people are getting broadband speeds.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now the equipment's expensive, and that's going to be. A, but the equipment is expensive now. As he scales it and he gets the equipment to be smaller, yeah, and he will, I'd say in like three years, if your startup costs are maybe 300 bucks, mm-hmm. and you can get broadband speed for $100, $110 a month, especially where it's not available yep. at the moment, that's a big game changer. And so, then, so he could literally take two companies public, like he did with Tesla and double or triple his wealth. What if he buys all of Twitter? Yeah. And, and keep this in mind when, when you're talking about Elon Musk and I'm sure there were some business reasons for doing this. He made Tesla's, uh, IP public, mm-hmm. basically all the technology that goes into making a Tesla car, the charging ports. Um, so like the charging port itself is open source right so anybody can use his plug and charging mechanism Mm -hmm. now he didn't think there are selfish reasons for doing that because you want that plug to be universal
1: right so you want so and i think every other manufacturer is they come out with their electric cars and they're they're coming out with them um you know ford with the e150 chevrolet has the Silverado, but the E is like blue, so it's the Silverado. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, we got Polestar,
1: yeah, Rivon, Rivon, or whatever. Porsche, Rivian, ha- Rivian, yeah, yeah. Uh, Porsche has the take t- the, yep, and then there's the, um, did you say Polestar already.
0: So, Polestar, you got yeah. Audi with the e-tron, yep. Actually, R- Audi, Audi has, um, oh, shoot, what is it? My buddy's got one, it's a wagon. Is that the e-tron? Maybe that's the e-tron it's basically like an Audi all-road yeah but it's electric yeah but they have the Audi it's like the r8 but electric too mm-hmm. but it's four doors so I, mean, I saw it on TV today but anyway the Etron though he's got the e- my buddy has got the e-tron loves it yeah loves it and but they if it's if they're not using the Tesla plug there's an adapter for them to be able to use the Tesla yeah. plug
1: and the thing is like if you look at so just let's use gas stations so imagine a Ford used one size you know for say ford used uh had a one inch filler and then general motors used a two inch one so you could go to any gas station with gm but ford you'd have to make sure they had the right size nozzle in order to be able to use to, f- to fill up there. So it right. makes sense with all the charging stations and the infrastructure that needs to go in to have a bigger electric vehicle fleet to use those, um, the, the universal plug.
0: Yeah. Although uh, I read today that the, the Postal Service and their attempt to go all electric with their fleet, their biggest hurdle isn't to get the cars or the vans, the delivery vans. Mm-hmm. It's to install the charging ports.
1: At all the... At all the post offices, yeah. yeah, and and the thing with with the electric vehicles is, you know, they have delivery vehicle heavy vehicles really lend because those batteries are heavy. Mm-hmm. I don't think people have realized how much a, a a Model S weighs. Like they're they're very they're they're heavy because the battery packs are so. It's about four thousand pounds for a Model Three Plaid. Yeah, but and the Model Three is a small one. So you're talking about a vehicle that weighs, like, as much as a Tahoe does. Yep. You know? Like, it's yep. nuts. Um, but, so vans, trucks, SUVs lend themselves. I've always said that Rolls-Royce should just, elect because they're huge and heavy anyway.
0: I think they're going that way, yeah. I, think, I think Maybach is, like, I think all those big, yeah.
1: Yeah, they're they're going that but way. But make it, like, a, I was thought it would be cool to have, like, a skateboard. So, like, rather than, like, say you needed a pickup truck. You could just take your, say you had it set up as a minivan. Just drive over, lift the body off, and when you rented the pickup truck, they just put the pickup truck body on top of it.
0: Yeah. So basically, you have one
1: skateboard and five bodies you can put on top yeah. of it. So if you I, wanted to buy another body, you could. So you could have your minivan body, mm-hmm. but then put the truck body on it. You know, they just lift up. But I think some company tried to do. That. I think. I think Tesla. I think that was Tesla's original
0: idea. Yeah on how to swap the batteries out. Yeah. But the battery packs they have, they last over 10 years. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like that. And by then people are already getting rid of the car or whatever. Yeah. And I mean, that, I guess (laughs) I'm hearing ducks. I'm hearing (laughs) ducks in here. I don't know. But I, I don't know what will eat me. The reason why we brought that up is because who knows what Elon's going to do with his money. I mean, the guy just dropped two point four billion dollars on a company he had no real reason to buy, Mm-mm. and he bought a uh, he bought the majority, well, not the majority, but he bought he's the largest shareholder of that yeah. company for no other reason than to just mess around, yeah. basically. Like that's fu money.
2: Yeah.
0: Now imagine if he triples his fu money. Mm-hmm. He's already the richest man on the planet. Yeah, right now, and. The funny part is, is people like some people don't like him. They like, well, he's the, he's the real life Iron Man. You could do so much damage, yeah. But what if he's gonna do good? Yeah, he. An all
1: indication has
0: been that he's going to do good.
1: Well, I think the people that don't like him are the people that like yeah. Twitter banning people. Right. I don't like I don't like companies banning anyone, even if I disagree with you. I, you I'm not the same viewpoint. Um, I don't want I don't want those people. I don't want
0: them turning middle of the road people into extremists.
1: Yeah, like the old ACLU mm-hmm. when the when they defended you know neo Nazis' right to to protest, even though it was like no one supports their message, and well, obviously some people do, but right. you know no one I I know does. But they still supported it because it was a free speech issue. Right. But so I, I don't want to silence or ban anybody. That's the great part about living here. And the problem is, is, is eventually, like, sure, you say, okay, well, you know, these are, are you know, quacks and goofballs and whatever that are, are dangerous. And there's the medium is so powerful that how could you just let it be unbridled? When But to me, when you start selecting who, because of this, who ultimately has that power? And then at what point do they do they start limiting it for stuff that that we all hold dear as Americans, but then all of a sudden they are now for whatever reason they've decided that, nah, eh, whoever's pulling their strings.
0: Yeah. And I mean anyone listening to this can tell that we're we're our cadence and our mannerisms are a little bit different because this is a very nuanced topic, right? We don't want to say something like I don't want our words to get misconstrued in what we're trying to say. I'm not for any of these extreme viewpoints or ideologies. Anyone can go back to the archives of this podcast and see where we stand politically wise. We're both fairly liberal individuals mindset wise for our mm-hmm. politics. But when it, we're, we both are fairly practical when it comes to real world consequences for some of the actions on behalf of people that are trying to suppress thought and speaking because in our minds, and at least I'm not, I want to speak for you, but everything that we've said is it, it kind of goes along with for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. And sometimes the reaction is stronger than the original action. Mm -hmm. And if the original action right now is that you're pushing ordinary people to the fringes, Imagine what the reaction is, and if the reaction is greater than the original action, the recoil could be awful. Yeah. And that's what I'm worried about. Um, it's it's kind of... And again, like, again, you can tell with the way I'm talking, I'm, tr- I'm really trying not to just throw words out there. I don't want it to be a word salad. Yeah. Right, um, I don't want people like. Well, he believe he he loves Nazis. No, I think Nazis are deplorable people. Right. I'll, I'll use a Hillary Clinton-ism. I think they're deplorable. Yeah, they're especially in my case. I mean, my wife's Jewish. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: you no know, it's like it's like people calling uh, uh, Ben Shapiro anti-Semitic. Exactly. He, even though he's Jewish.
1: Yeah.
0: It's the dumb. It's it's they throw out a word as a gotcha when there was no way possible it could be true Mm -hmm. you don't. the guy doesn't hate himself
1: right or or larry elder is the black face of white supremacy
0: yes right
1: like that's just absurd
0: i mean literally dave chappelle did did a freaking comedy sketch about it with the clayton bigsby sketch with the black white supremacist Mm -hmm. yeah it was a comedy sketch yeah 10 years ago now they re- they're talking it into reality mm-hmm. like that's what they're really trying to do yeah it drives me up a wall that the irrational and the insane is now thought to be rational and sane yeah and people are going along with this now the funny part is like we, we were talking the other day and and i think my point kind of got lost but i was like i didn't think people could be so stupid i really didn't but then you know i go into the elementary school pickup line to pick up my kids from school. And I see all the idiots yeah, oh yeah. doing the dump stuff. Like the routine to go pick up your kid from school is the same every day. Mm-hmm. You get in this line, you wait here, you put the, you put the card in your window so they know who you're picking up. You drive through, you pick up your kid. Like they bring the kid to your car, get in the car, you leave. Yeah. You shouldn't have to one, get out of your car <laughs> two. You should have the thing up so they don't have to ask you who you're picking up. Yeah. Three, follow the other cars in line. They're not just parked on the side for fun. Yeah. That you. Oh, hey. I'll just go around these cars and I'll, I'll. I'm going to pick up my kid. I'm going to be first.
1: <laughs> right. Look at these idiots. Yeah. I can't, I
0: can't believe. Well, there must be something going on today at school. All these cars are parked <laughs> on the side. No, idiot. We're waiting in line. And the
1: same thing happens every single day.
0: Every day. Like honestly, when we were texting about it yesterday. It was worse today. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't think it could get any worse. Yeah. But literally, you had, like, three cars that decided to drive past the line because there's, there's a space there for the buses to go through. So the buses go to their area, yeah. but and the cars wait in the line on the left. The buses go to the right and go around the circle.
1: Yeah. And you don't well, park in that one spot because the right. buses can't make that turn.
0: Correct. And people do it every day. Yeah. or. They drive past the cars in the line thinking they're just they're going to swing in, not realizing that they just passed everybody in the line to get to where you're trying to go. Yeah. It's like you can't be this stupid. Right. Because well, and look, if it happened in the first first week, first two weeks, no problem. Mm-hmm. It happens. No one really knows what the routine is. It's yeah. brand new this year.
2: Yeah.
0: We're on day 195. <laughs> and people are making the same mistakes. Yeah. It's like so it's like you don't think people could be this stupid. And I hate to, word, to use the word stupid, but you don't think people would be this stupid? Trust me,
1: they're out there. Oh yeah. Well, if you need if you need any more evidence, just go to an airport. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> the, the, per, the person <laughs> going through the TSA line.
0: Yeah, the,
1: yeah. <laughs> that, well, <laughs> that that always that always got me. And then, so you come off like from an international flight. Yeah. So you come back from an international flight. So Dulles. When you land at the international arrivals, everyone has to go through customs and immigrations. Everyone. When you come off the jetway, you walk down and it's all like, it's got like the cattle shoots and you have to go a certain direction. Without fail, some dum-dum gets off and they stop right at the, like you're walking on a jetway. There's nowhere else for you to go. Right. And they come out and they stop and they start looking around, like, which way do I go? I don't know. How about you follow everyone else? <laughs> right. We're all going to the same place. Yeah. Um, or the idiot that has to assemble their stroller in the aisle of the airplane. Right. You can't carry the kid. Right. Carry him the twenty feet off the plane. Yeah. And then and then do the stroller. But there's just the the stu- like places like airports, pickup lines, it, it magnifies the stupid. Yes. But um <laughs> I think the internet magnifies the stupid too. Well, of course, because whatever people read, they just take as fact. Yeah, I, I I do not take anything that any public figure, um, media personality, any of them. I I take none of it at face value. I just I I don't, I don't trust them, um, especially politicians
0: because no, they, they
1: they just lie. It's like sport to that. Yep. Um, and then they say they didn't do it. You know, see you know. Maxine Waters at it again. Uh, the last one I saw of her was the housing vouchers. She was she was yelling at the homeless people
0: to yeah. go to go home.
1: Yeah, she's like everyone. There's no more vouchers. Go home. And someone's like, we don't have homes. <laughs> like that's why we're here. <laughs> it's like they're. Uh, <laughs> why didn't
0: Aid like kind of go in her ear? Like hey,
1: uh, they're they can't go home. They're homeless. Yeah. <laughs> like don't don't these politicians have handlers? <laughs> right <laughs> we're supposed to like be responsible for this stuff, it's like hey, uh,
0: like if that like if I were there and my handler didn't kind of whisper to that mayor like, well, you really saved me yeah. for myself on that one, huh
1: but but they just But the politicians run off at the mouth too, yeah, and I mean some of them are nuts, like when the the one Congress with the Republican was talking about the Jewish space lasers and <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, okay. I, remember, I
0: remember that guy going, Oh my God, yeah. He... It was a sheet, like you. Always, was a sheet, oh, yeah. Geez.
1: Marjorie something.
0: Was it Marjorie Taylor Greene? Yeah. <laughs> wow, she's got a lot of them. Yeah. Like she, she. Oh my gosh, she's got to stop talking. And
1: that's just wacko stuff, and you can laugh at
0: it. Look at Lauren, Lauren Bobert, the other one. Oh if, yeah. That, but the Jewish space layer thing, man. <laughs> like, there, you could create so many memes from that. Yeah. It's like someone, like after she makes a speech, someone go, "Hey,
1: those are real." <laughs> I heard about those too. Yeah. Yo, you 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 see them too? Yo, I knew they were doing something. <laughs> but then but then you have something like um I think it was uh Ocasio Cortez saying that they need to compile lists of Trump supporters. Yes. And I'm like, that's so Jewish space lasers is just crazy and stupid yes. from a crazy and stupid person. However, Lists of Trump supporters mm-hmm. is crazy and stupid, but it has the veneer of you know you can't compile lists of your enemies. <laughs> the funny thing is, like, what do you do with the list? We should. I want to create a Twitter handle. And make
0: they call it the Politician's Handler. Yeah. Be like, hey,
1: they tried that list thing already. <laughs> Didn't work out real well. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and the problem is, eventually, what they never get is that eventually someone else has the list right? and your name is on it. And that's the problem because none of this stuff is ever constant. Um, so yeah, you could, they're in power now, but chances are come November, they're not going to be.
0: You imagine, so
1: could you imagine the,
0: someone going up to him and be like, hey, yeah, you know that enemies list thing? Yeah. I think it was like eight, about 80 years ago. Yeah. They, they they did one of those, yeah, and it yeah. didn't work out well. For didn't work well.
1: out well for the people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you
0: might not want to say that again. Yeah,
1: but <laughs> they go and they say it, and then they get applause oh, and yeah. likes yeah. and retweets, and it's like legitimized, and it just it. And then
0: they, but then they say more crazy. Like it's like that just emboldens them to say more crazy stuff.
2: Yeah,
1: it's like wow, they love me. They love my idea of the list. Yeah, and like when I. Signed up for Twitter. I did it solely to follow. Donald Trump. Because I couldn't believe that this was the stuff. That he was saying. And I was like (laughs) oh wow. He's actually saying this. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, But then it's like they all just jump. Like you just have to be ridiculous. But in favor. Of. (laughs) And I'll tell you what. Like to have. Trump tweeting all his craziness. You're Like okay like. At least, like, it's not hidden. It's out there in the open. You can't say you didn't know. It's right here. He was up at two o'clock in the morning on the can, mm-hmm. shooting a tweet off. You know, Um but the list stuff, like that's all scary stuff. And and what people don't really realize is that eventually someone else is compiling the list, right?
0: Like, and here is if like if you condone a list, you're condoning someone else making a list too.
1: Yeah, like oh, yeah, so we're gonna have lists of Biden supporters. Like, what, what are the lists and the craziness? Like, I, I, I don't know. Maybe Elon can can change some of that at at his uh, with his newfound toy. Yeah, it, it, I'm I'm just surprised. Like like you said, I'm surprised that there are
0: so many people in favor of just shutting voices down. Yeah, even if they're nuts. Like, I get it. You don't want to hear some of this stuff. Yeah. But again, if you and, and the thing if, is, if you push down enough people, yeah, they end up going to a place where you really don't want them to go. Yeah, into and, and and and, the loving embrace of extremism,
1: right? And and some of it may be, and yes, yeah, some of the stuff that people say, it may be mean, it may hurt your feelings, but you know what, you'll survive, right? And to just go and say, okay, that hurts this group's feelings, or that hurt, you know what? I wanna I want to know that person's an asshole, and that's the thing. Let the crazy out, let it, let it out there
0: Yeah, and let everyone laugh at it and see how crazy it is.
2: Yeah.
0: But if you're going to, the problem is if you're banning things that are true, everyone says you can't, you can have your opinion, but you can't have your own facts, Mm -hmm. but it's usually from the people that don't have the facts to begin with. Yeah. And, you know, they, they, the, the Biden, the Hunter Biden laptop is the one, is one thing. You've got uh, the lab leak thing is the other. Those are the two things we mentioned. But there's at least 10 other examples. Oh, yeah. Of things that were claimed to be disinformation that now are considered to be either probable or confirmed factual.
1: Yeah. Or, or is now the, the new gospel.
0: So, and that's what I mean. Like, you, you're almost... Rather than you know, shutting out the extreme points of view, you're shutting out non-extreme points of view. It's just points of view. It's just factual information that you just don't like.
1: It's in, or yeah, you and, don't and, like.
0: convenient. And that's what I mean. You're pushing rational people into the loving embrace of the extreme. Yeah. And that's that's where it becomes dangerous. You're, you're now uh, you're you're growing the ranks of the extremes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And people are like, "Oh no, that would never happen. That won't happen. It's happening."
1: Yeah, um, and, and the thing is when you – so like like when, when I say I don't trust anything, I, I, I want to see, I want to verify, or I want to – or I, I'm able to like see it. And hey, you know what? I don't have an opinion. I don't have a call on this right now. So I just want to let this one play out. But the way everything's constructed is you have to you, – you see all the talking heads. The second some new thing comes out, they all come on, and they're yammering about their opinion of it. Based upon no evidence, based upon um, inaccurate reporting, based upon conjecture, half truths, whatever. But look at the Hunter Biden laptop thing. Where they have the 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 twenty five uh, intelligence experts all went out and I would say that it's 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 a Russian plant, it's a disinformation campaign. Well, then you have the, the Steele dossier, from yeah. the Clintons. Yep,
0: like they were using that to impeach. Donald Trump. How many millions of dollars did they waste on that? They had the the Mueller investigation. Then they had whatever the the last investigation was that just pretty much said it was all fabricated. Yeah. Like you literally spent four years and millions of dollars for a report Mm -hmm. on something that was completely made up. Yeah. You got the wool pulled over your eyes. And rather than owning up to it and apologizing for it, they all double down they on doubled it double down on it and every st- time they're literally still saying that Donald Trump was in bed with the Russians yeah today like mm-hmm. it, 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 how you it was literally proven unfactual that this thing existed yeah i, I mean it existed but it was completely fabricated
2: mm-hmm.
0: out of thin air yeah and no one no one will admit that they were wrong. Yeah. Adam Schiff, the guy who was the one spearheading that whole uh, sham of a, of a, a, what do they call him? Hearing Mm -hmm. in Congress with Mueller. Now, one time, as he said, I apologize for that. Yeah. I was duped. Yep. At least then you would have respect from people that you've lost all the respect from. And now, granted, he doesn't get elected by those people. Yeah. He gets elected by the people that wanted to believe it.
2: hmm
0: And that's fine. But you've now lost all credibility. And this is where the New York Times and the Washington Post comes in. You've lost all credibility with anyone from the middle to the right
2: yeah.
0: politically. The only people you have left
1: are the people on the left that will still believe anything you put out there. Yeah. And there's going to come a time where their credibility is going to be needed to get, say, this Ukraine thing boils up in, and into an actual shooting war with NATO and Russia or whoever else is jumping in on it. You're going to need accurate information. But now they've sacrificed all their own credibility. Well, and the danger in that is
0: where the New York Times might have been considered the the account of record, that's gone. Yeah. So even when, let's say they put out something factual. Let's say they let's say they put out an article tomorrow that an asteroid is going to hit the United States, yeah, like, and, I'm going to, and I'm going to use some hyper, hyperbole here. Mm-hmm. At least fifty to sixty percent of this country won't believe it. No, and that's the danger. Let's say, and let's say it's actually coming. Yeah, that's the danger of it. Yep, you've ruined all your credibility when you might actually need it, and and this is where I think this is what I think happened. I think there's a group of people that shot their shot and they didn't make it. Yeah. Like they pushed it hard Mm -hmm. and they try to get everyone in lockstep and it didn't work. Yeah. And let's say this midterm wave comes through and flips the political power. That was it. Your shot's gone. You're never going to have... The amount of trust that you had at the beginning, uh, you're never going to have that again. Yeah. So therefore, you're never going to be able to take that shot again. Yep. And you probably screwed yourself for the next 20 years.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, th- there is a good chance that the the Democrats might not recover from this for a while. Now, don't get me wrong. They will. Yeah. Because the Republicans will screw this up. It, it as soon as they take control of either the House or the Senate or both, their crazies will come out, well,
1: and they, they and they will blow whatever goodwill they had. Yeah. So you remember when they got the? Um, so I guess they took the House back. So they had a majority in House and Senate. was 2010, right? Yeah. When they got it back. Yeah. So Obama
0: got elected in 20, 2008. They pushed through the Affordable Care Act yep. and they
1: lost the House and the Senate? No, they kept the Senate. The Democrats kept the Senate. And they lost the House? Yeah. But the, their hold on the Senate was. Like two? T- yeah, it was kind of like it is now. And they're the two independents. Right. So you do, so you, they, they do that. But then the Republicans started knowing that it would never make it through the Senate. Every session, so they all got their chance to do it, they voted to repeal Obamacare. <laughs> yeah. Knowing that it was never going to make it past the Senate, let alone, so you're going to repeal the, <laughs> and the guy that would have to sign it would be the guy whose name is on it. Right. You just wasted time. And then that whole sequestration nonsense. Right. And so now
0: you're not the serious people, right? Before they weren't the serious people. Now you're not the serious yeah. people. So, it, like you, literally took. I, I've always said this: the first party to get the presidency, House, and Senate, and doesn't try and go so extreme to push forward an agenda. Yeah, and maybe just get some things done that mm-hmm. everyone wants. Yeah, will be the first party to not lose at the midterms, and. Possibly hold it even through the next yeah, but presidential they, election,
1: but they have to come. They have to come out of this extreme positions. Yes, and right now with the Dems, it's the it's the extreme wing of the party that's running it, mm-hmm. and they have all the media, the echo chamber. So they just think they think that people like this stuff, and really, you know, th- they like to look down upon people who are religious and people who live in over country and all this stuff. But guess what? They're there and they vote. So like he, I said, like I said, though, even the people that are. Somewhat apologizing,
0: are doing it in such a condescending way. Yeah, like Bill Maher, like like that like, like that guy. You've got to embrace them. Yeah. you've got to bring them back in the fold, even though they were wrong. Yeah, you can't you can't be like I was right, you were
1: wrong. Yeah. <laughs> right, even, especially when you're not right.
0: Right, and that's <laughs> the thing. Like they still they still think that they're right. Yeah, they're the merciful ones, willing to welcome you back. Mm-hmm. I am merciful. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like it. it it's just it, it drives me nuts, but it doesn't because I also know that it doesn't matter. Yeah, you know, it, everything's going to swing back the other way, and we're gonna, in probably two years or after this year, we're gonna say how nuts Republicans are. And, yeah, we'll complain about them. Yeah, so, so. <laughs> it'll all be fun. Yeah. Anything else? No. All right. all right. Thank you for listening. Please like, subscribe, comment, share, protect your identity online. Use private internet access for less than $2 and 50 cents a month. Go to the website, dumbideapodcast.com. Click on our link for private internet access, protect your credit card information online and we will see you next time.